this is the compound of balance. CBD is all about triggering and inducing your body to go back in balance. And, and really, you can really achieve wellness when all elements of your life and lifestyle, being your food, being your sleep, being your mental, being your skin, being your intimate well-being, everything is synergistically working towards balance, right? Welcome to Forever Young, the health and well-being podcast from Lanzarote. My name is Mario Pedazzoli, and in every episode, join me in conversation with a variety of health experts and special guests as we explore what it means to live well. We may not find the secret to eternal youth, but join me on our quest as we explore just what it means to live a balanced, healthy, and happy life. Hello again and welcome. Well, the CBD industry is on a high with the UK already one of the biggest markets worldwide. Last year, for example, its value was estimated at £690 million, whilst in the US it is projected to hit $16 billion by 2025. Today, the plant extracts can be found in all manner of products, from skincare lotions and creams, pills and capsules, to bath bombs and even breath sprays. CBD, of course, has not come without its misconceptions and controversy. That said, studies show there are potentially a myriad of purported health benefits, potentially aiding conditions such as anxiety, addiction, skin conditions, high blood pressure, stress and sleep disorders. And with consumer demand rocketing, there are, of course, an increasing number of products emerging, which may only serve to confuse many of us as we consider trying CBD products for the first time. Well, to help us make sense of it all, we are delighted to welcome Jan Mujawas, founder of Joanna Skin. Previously, Jan was with the Boston Consulting Group, where he advised and led large-scale development projects on behalf of select G20 countries' top leadership. Jan, welcome to the show. I'm very, very, very happy to, to be with you, Mario. Pleasure is ours. How are you today, Jan? I'm doing great. How about you? Good, very well. Well, looking forward to this because there's, there's quite a bit for us to unravel today, Jan, I think. Uh, the CBD market is in its infancy and many of us are new to CBD. Um, so we need your help. So I'm here. <laughs> Thanks for helping us. So let, let's begin... Uh, with understanding, you know, what exactly is CBD? And maybe we'll go through the glossary of all the terminology in this market <laughs> and, and try to make sense of it all. So l let's start with CBD. Super. I, something I like to say is when I do this discussion is uh, try to provide the ABC of CBD. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so that's the glossary. So CBD is, stands for cannabidiol and is one of actually many compounds that you can find in the cannabis plant. Actually one out of 115 plus uh, cannabinoid content that you can find in the cannabis plant. CBD is uh, famous, um, has become famous for its uh, therapeutic uh, property mm. that has been growing and is oftentimes also associated with its cousin uh, THC, which is the psychoactive agent. Um, mm. So in a nutshell, CBD is non-psychoactive compound that you can find in a cannabis plant and that has been uh, getting a lot of growing interest uh, recently for its therapeutic value. Um, and THC, its cousin, uh, is the one that is psychoactive. 
but that's not the, the, the one that we are focusing on. Makes sense. And, and therefore, presumably, this is a highly regulated market. And does that vary across the world, in fact, from country to country? Absolutely. Um, it varies a lot. It started really, the, the momentum really picked up uh, in North America, especially, you know, um, after 2018 and the farm bill um, in the US, which has really given a kick um, to the industry. And we started to see a lot of growth and Europe is slowly picking it up. But yes, indeed, regulations are, you know, always shaping up and they're changing uh, fairly rapidly. So that's something in this industry that you need to watch out very closely because it's really growing um, and changing rapidly. Mm. I think there's some important accepted standards that you have to, to, to look out. So for example, the content of THC um, that is allowed you know, to be in the plant that you are growing is something that is very important. So these are some of the key, key standards, yeah. So you, you mentioned uh, THC and CBD. To answer this question unequivocally, you cannot get high from CBD. That's a very interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to the interesting answer. <laughs> no, you cannot get high uh, on CBD. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and Joanna Skin has quickly become a trusted brand. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, here's a great question from our, our wonderful colleague, Alice, at front of house reception. How did you overcome the challenges attached to the stigma associated with cannabis. Yep, um, that was the challenge that was really uh, interesting for us to crack um, as a company. And we approached it from two angles, really. Uh, the first one was to really put in a almost medical demonstration of its therapeutic value and being able to present a therapeutic alternative um, that is plant-based with a therapeutic value that will essentially expand, you know, um, alternatives or options, the value proposition in the market. So, for mm. example, we are starting with topical. Uh, one of the medical conditions that we're tackling is atopic dermatitis. So, for example, you know, eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, mm. which is fairly prevalent um, in many countries, especially in the Middle East. So, what we've been trying to, and what we have achieved essentially as a company, is to show that there is a third, essentially fourth, uh, an alternative essentially to what exists, mm. especially to medication, which oftentimes come with uh, significant side effects, that we are able to provide that, right? Like so, to so for this to substantiate that demonst- that therapeutic demonstration. We went on and carrying uh, studies and research. Um, we went on also cleaning up our formulas as much as possible. So I think just to summarize the first point is we really put in a medical demonstration of the, the therapeutic value. The second is education. So we see ourselves as um, carrying the responsibility of educating. And we see Joanna as um, a springboard or platform, an education powerhouse, essentially, to talk about uh, this point. Mm. The funny part is that CBD, I mean, cannabis in general, has been used uh, for 6,000 years. Mm. So there is historical evidence of its therapeutic uses for the last 6,000 years. So it was stigmatized and prohibited for only 80 years. So these are elements that we talk about in our education to really kind of demystify and debunk 
the stigmas behind it. Yes, demystifying and debunking. I think there's a lot of work that clearly needs to be yeah. done there because of the last hundred years, I guess, of its history. Yes, absolutely. And so going back to the glossary of terms, we have hemp and marijuana. Tell yeah. us about that. Are the differences in how you select and, and, and work with the plants? Absolutely. So basically, the so a little bit of botany here. Yes, please. Um, so the main, let's say, to keep it simple, the main family of plant is, is cannabis, right? Now, this plant species is has subspecies, and hemp and marijuana are is two of them. So they're, they're both subspecies of the cannabis plant. Now, what's the key difference between them? Hemp is essentially typically rich in CBD content, poor in THC content, mm. so typically below 0.3%, which is the globally accepted standards uh, by governments to grow essentially cannabis. So what has been essentially allowed by the farm bill in the US is the growth of hemp. Um, so that's the um, that's hemp. Marijuana, on the other hand, is typically poor uh, in terms of CBD, much richer in terms of THC. So mm. content which could be 10 to 35% of the plant. Now, why it's important because one, um, this is not allowed. So marijuana yet has not been the one that started off this whole legalization process. Two, from an from a production and extraction uh, perspective, um, it would it is basically better for you to harvest and extract from from hemp because you won't have to do further refining or extraction or isolation essentially from the hemp to meet the accepted standards. While you will have to do that essentially if you were to do it with marijuana, essentially. So, so some these are some of the key differences that you have between the plant. Mm -hmm. Understood. And um, with the therapeutic benefits that uh, uh, is clearly driving all of this, I think one of the main benefits is actually with uh, anxiety and reducing anxiety. How does this work, and, and how does it help specifically? Yeah. So there is. Um, so if we focus on anxiety, so there is, uh, as you mentioned, there is a lot of different. There's growing evidence, essentially, of its therapeutic value across a wide range of medical conditions. Mm. Anxiety is, and the anxiolytic, sorry, if, uh, effect of um, of the plant is has gathered a lot of essentially interest. So there's two there's two key elements: is the how the, the how it works and 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 some evidence around essentially its impact. So do you want to focus on the biological response? Yes, okay. let's look at that. Yeah. So basically it boils down to one key uh, part, which is the endocannabinoid system. That is the main essentially takeaway uh, on how this, um, on, on how the plant actually works and deliver its effect uh, to the body. So what is the endocannabinoid system? The endocannabinoid system is the a naturally occurring biological system that you can find in your body that is responsible for uh, balancing the core physiological, your core physiological functions in balance. So it's basically, to keep it simple, its job is to keep you in balance. And the state of balance is called the homeostasis. And this is when all your core physiological functions are completely balanced. 
Porphyry's logical functions really, they, they practically regulate everything in your body, right? From sleep, from anxiety, from uh, your skin, uh, chronic uh, the pain, insomnia, so on and so forth. So the way, the way this works really is that the endocannabinoid system is composed of receptors, cannabinoid receptors, CB1, that you can find in the brain area, the prefrontal cortex, um, for example, and that is really focused on the chronic pain motor control. You have CB2 receptors, which are more in the periphery and the immune system. So uh, beyond the receptors, you have the cannabinoids that are produced by your body, the endocannabinoids, and then you have the enzyme. To keep it simple, um, receptors, they kind of observe and listen out um, to your body. Mm. They see if there is any imbalances or any irregularities in these core physiological functions. For example, if you have high peak of stress, that's one of them, right? So it will pick it up, essentially to observe and see the changes in your parameters, will pick up essentially um, what the parameters or the physiological function that needs to be put back in balance. And it will basically send a coded message to that with basically the physiological response that your body would need to do in order to put it back in balance. Mm -hmm. And they do it through the cannabinoids, the endocannabinoids. So see, see them as coded messengers that goes as a message, bind themselves to the receptors, deliver the message, and your body regulates itself, essentially. This is the kind of physiological uh, response and how the physiological mechanism works mm -hmm. um, in this case. So in the specific case of anxiety, well, the the response that happens is around the reduction, essentially, of the level of stress. I'm not going to go to the details of which enzymes and which kind of and which molecules exactly, but this is exactly how it works. So, to wrap up, uh, in a nutshell, you see cannabinoids. They're sort of natural keys to unlock the endocannabinoid system, mm. which is the system that is purpose to put you back in balance, in a state of balance. Okay. Thank you for that. I think it was a little bit long and complex, but no, I'm but hoping. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, very clear. And, and, and a related benefit, presumably, um, with, with benefiting anxiety, it also aids sleep. Yeah. Uh, and, and is this a, related in, in the same way? Absolutely. Why it is aiding, aiding sleep as well? Absolutely. And, and, and in taking CBD, is it better? This is another question from one of our members, Julia. Thank you. Um, is it best to take orally or apply topically? H how is it best to, to take? So there is no right or wrong answer here. It really depends on uh, the intended objective. So that's really what uh, you need to, to think of first. So, for example, a topical application um, will be intended, for example, to treat a skin condition. So, for mm. example, eczema, psoriasis or rosacea, for example, which is something that we have focused on, um, is something where you would apply um, a topical, you will have a topical application to mm. it. Um, and what will be delivered here is the anti-inflammatory and antioxidant property, essentially of CBD, that will be essentially interacting with the, the, path, the endocannabinoid system pathways that is in your skin, uh, essentially. Now, if the question is, for example, to treat something like sleep or insomnia, for example, or anxiety, 
um, obviously the application will differ. So an oral application could make sense, obviously. Mm. And, and what you need to check here is, and this is where research is growing, is what we call the bioavailability. So the availability essentially of the compounds in your body. Obviously, if you want to treat anxiety, a topical application will have a lower bioavailability than an oral application. Mm-hmm. So, so just to kind of sum it up, uh, no right or wrong answer really depend on the intended purpose and objective that you want to to achieve. Understood. Now, uh, with Joanna Skin, of course, I think by its name, you're focusing on, on, on the skincare benefits. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, we are... <laughs> Indeed, uh, our first essentially uh, focus is the skin and skill wellness and skin health. That's really what we are after. What w- the reason we, we, we have focused on topical application is because for us, this is what made more stra- sense from a strategic standpoint to start the conversation and the education, especially in regions um, where there is everything to be to be built and to be done. Right. So. It's much easier to talk about a topical application and to get people essentially interested um, on something that will stay still external. So this is really the reason why Mm. um, we started with this. But the vision of the company is to expand, obviously, to the entire value proposition. Um, So beyond skin health and skill wellness, we're going to be looking at mental, mental health. Uh, We're going to be looking at medication as well. Mm. So... There are interesting development in the space. Um, we'll be looking also at even intimate well-being is something that we're interested in. The whole thing is when we s- this is the compound of balance. CBD is all about triggering and inducing your body to go back in balance. And and really, you can really achieve wellness when all elements of your life and lifestyle being your food, being your sleep, being your mental, being your skin, being your intimate well-being, everything is synergistically working towards balance, right? Like so the whole point for us is to expand. The skin is really our first step into the into this big mission. Mm. Well, um great to hear because I suppose with this next question it's also purported that it can improve energy levels and and performance. Um, but is that because it's aiding sleep and its anti-inflammatory properties, or does it actually increase energy? Uh, uh, maybe you could clear that up for us. So I guess it's it's really what you're saying, Mario. I think it's it's really the assumption here is if you are able to reach more consistently balanced level across your physiological system, the core physiological system, mm-hmm. you should be obviously as a consequence in a bit essentially in a better shape and and that is i believe the the rationale here or the logical sequence of of things i can give you an anecdote um i i personally while developing all these products um i have been essentially um testing and using some of our prototypes and and for me really coming from a very stressful industry which was the consulting industry and the hectic lifestyles associated with it, I felt that you know every morning I would have my dosage of natural, essentially uh, CBD, and this um, I felt what it did to me 
is it really helped me achieve what I wanted to do, which is dial down a little bit the anxiety that I had, especially waking up in the morning. You know, when you know your mailbox is about to explode <laughs> and your phone has already started to ring. Um, so it dialed it down, but it does not come at the cost of feeling drowsy or sleepy. It keeps you stimulated and sharp. And this is really an effect that was for a long time uh, looking after. So, so to answer your question, I did feel it myself. Mm. And this is why I'm, I've, been, I've doubled down essentially on, on that. Mm. And the CBD itself, how and where is it grown and harvested? Um, are, are there choices to make in that regard? Are there, yes. Tell us about how it is grown. And That's a very interesting question because this is how I started this whole journey mm. two years, three years back, taking my mother across the world around all these cannabis fields. So I've seen a lot of them. So I think uh, takeaway number one is that it's a plant that can literally grow um, in a lot of places. So you find it obviously in North America, in South America, in Europe, um, in Asia. Um, so pretty much everywhere. So it's, it, it's growing everywhere. The origins uh, thousands of years back is, is in the Himalayas. Um, or at least this is the documented essentially evidence that it started really from that part of the world. And then the seeds were taken and planted everywhere, right? But so basically it's a plant that can grow pretty much a lot of different geographies. Now, your question is extremely important because where it's growing is very important. Why? Because um, cannabis as a plant is a bioaccumulator. What does that mean? It means that it has capacity to absorb a lot uh, of the compounds that is in the soil where it's grown. And that capacity is important because if the soil is not in good condition or is contaminated or is polluted, then the oil that you will be ultimately extracting is going to reflect essentially the quality of the soil. So it's not going to be great. So some of the fields that I visited in some part of the world, um, when I ask essentially for the certificate or for the analysis, essentially, I realize that this is not an oil that I'll be happy to use. So for us at Joanna, we've been extremely careful in the choice, essentially, uh, looking at uh, the soil, making sure that it's not polluted, doesn't have metals or, you know, contaminants. And we are grateful. We're working with some of the best, essentially, EU-registered farms. So that complies with the EU standards and regulation mm -hmm. and carry very frequently, essentially, testing, essentially, on, on the quality of the soil. I think an anecdote I'd like to add here about the power of, you know, that bioaccumulation power. Um, there is essentially evidence that uh, cannabis and hemp was planted in Chernobyl uh, to remove the radioactivity from the soil. This is mm. how powerful that is. So imagine then how mm. important that is to really select the soil where it's growing. Goodness. So it sounds like your CBD oil is sourced from Europe. Yep. Uh, do you have particular countries that you work with? So we pick the we, we pick from different essentially farms across uh, the EU. So some of the seeds are you know coming from France, which is one of the biggest essentially producer in Europe. Uh, the hemp, when it's grown, could come from many countries. For example, Spain is one of them, mm. given the quality of the soil. Mm -hmm. um, but really, as I've mentioned, it's uh, growing in many different other geographies. So you have choices. I think the key is to really make sure that 
you make sure that they're registered essentially. Yes. Um, you can check also the quality of the soil. And the way to do that is to check the certificate of analysis. And this is also something that is important to check out on the brands that are selling their product. They should be able to make available their uh, CO, what we call the COAs, certificate of analysis, which technically should give you the quality of the content. It's a content, it's the breakdown of the content of the oil. And this is where any potential contaminants or metal should be able to be detected. And that mm. would ultimately come from the soil, essentially. Which actually brings me to this question. Um, in the advice that you would give and, and, and recommend, if, you, if we are choosing any CBD product for the first time and trying to make sense of it all, what advice would you give us? <laughs> so if I was to give you an advice, I mean, basically you would have... Let me start with a bit of with a bit of an interesting number. So, in two two times out of three, you'll probably won't be picking a good product okay. uh, in the UK. Um, and why is that? Uh, so, there's very recent lab tests and that were conducted conducted essentially and studies um, by the SMC, the Center for Medical Cannabis here in the UK, uh, that essentially identify that more than sixty percent of the brands or high street brands in the UK are mislabeling essentially the content of CBD that they are stating to sell. So the, the content may not be exactly what they are saying, if not at all. Now, it's partially due to, you know, obviously marketing techniques, but it's also not uh, sometimes willingly done so. It's simply that the regulation and the standard of measurement is also shaping up as we grow. Having said that, there are few elements two, three key elements that you need to check when you purchase your CBD. The first one for me is to check the inky or the ingredient list that you should typically find on the label. You should make sure that the oil, the cannabidiol or the cannabis oil that is being essentially in your bottle uh, is coming from the flower or the stem because these are the parts of the plants, going back to our botany lesson, this is part of the plant that actually is rich in cannabinoid content. The leaf is quite poor and the seeds uh, and the seeds do not have any cannabinoid content. They have vitamins and omegas and other great things, but they do not have cannabinoid content. Now, a lot of brands, what I've seen, say that they are cannabis infused when really they just have cannabis seed oil. And that's a very important uh, distinction. So it's okay to have cannabis seed oil, but it needs to come alongside oil that is from the flower or the stem. So, can, so what you need to check out is that there is, for example, cannabis sativa flower oil, cannabis sativa stem oil, um, so on and so forth. So that's number one. Two is to check the potency. So the potency is the availability um, or the density, essentially, of the cannabinoid content relative to the size, essentially, of the products you have. So milligrams per milliliter, really. Um, why it's important? Because too low of a potency will not really work. Um, and too high also, by the way, that's an important caveat that mm -hmm. I want to share. Um, the answer is somewhere in the middle, and it's really up to you to discover what's the optimal level for you. Again, it's all about pal balance, and it's very personalized. But checking the potency is very important. Mm. Three is the origin. So a made-in-Europe uh, product, uh, for me, is something that I'll be very comfortable with. 
um, in general. So, and the fourth, I guess, is going back to what I was saying earlier, um, the ability, for example, for the brand to publish, for example, their CEOs on their website, for example, is something very important. So mm. those are some tips uh, to watch out when mm. purchasing CBD. Great. Well, th- well that, that's, that's fantastic advice and, ver- and very reassuring, which also leads me to um, the fact that we are trialing uh, CBD here at Lanzarote the Arts Club with you in partnership with Joanna uh, Skin. We're very excited. Uh, yes, uh, we are too. And uh, starting in July... Uh, with our facial and massage treatments. Do you want to expand a little bit on that? Sure. I mean, we are um, essentially launching uh, two treatments. One is a facial treatment that will be using uh, some of the key uh, product of the range of Joanna, um, which ultimately will be essentially leaving you with, you know, a youthful, rejuvenated um skin essentially after the treatment so we're very excited about that we worked on the protocol uh, with some of the best essentially expert and advisor and very excited essentially to have the feedback um, here and we're launching also um, the second treatment which is a body massage um, that is going to be purposed towards uh, de-stress essentially so muscle relief potentially if you have strain or sore muscle stiffness and overall essentially level of of uh, stress i've personally tried both and i have to say that um yes i know that i might be a little bit biased but i it did really work on on me i really felt that um you know my face was uh more plump and more um youthful mm-hmm. and and after the body massage actually i really slept uh, really well the the oil absorbs quite well in the body and so i guess the essentially ability for the, the bioavailability that we were talking earlier is really kicking in so but i want to have your feedback mario on that absolutely uh, mine and all of our members of uh, that, that, that will trial this for more information on that please do email lanzerhoff at theartsclub.co.uk and to help educate us all. I know you have a talk next week um, on the 6th of July. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, I'm taking over the Lanzerhof on the 6th. (laughs) 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 I'm very excited. Um, We did a very similar uh, event and talk in the Arts Club in Dubai last September. um, And it was was a big success. Uh, We got a lot of great feedback and I'm really hoping with the team to uh, do the same. So we'll be, what we'll be doing is essentially demystifying um, CBD, the, some of the high level points that I gave today, but we'll go a little bit more details. Um, there are six takeaways uh, from the talk and I'm, we're really excited um, for the six. Great. Well, we hope uh, you can join us as well. And, and maybe to wrap up, I'm going to give you a crystal ball Jan, and uh, I'd like you to predict the future, or at least attempt, uh, for, the, for the future of the CBD market. Where do you see this growing in the next five to ten years? That's a really unexpected question. <laughs> 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 I wish I had that crystal ball. Um, but look, um, obviously this is something that we studied. Um, all the indicators, uh, so the macro indicators is definitely supporting growth of the industry. Um, I think, you know, 
uh, there is growing interest towards wellness and health. Uh, you know, this uh, phrase now that I hear all the time, health is a new wealth, is definitely something, especially post-COVID, is something that is now widely accepted and growing. So that's trend number one. Trend number two, uh, I see also um, an exploration more and more of more plant-based um, naturopathy in general. I mean, plant-based, you know, um, clean formulations. And I think in that regard, CBD does have an in com a competitive value proposition to offer. And and having said that, you see that the indicators of growth is quite uh, significant. So the industry is growing indicators is really widely ranging, but like 25 to 35 percent K year on year. So it's an industry now that is in some reports estimated at four or five billion dollars and growing to 35, 45 billion dollars within five, six years. So I think all the indicators is showing that it's growing. Now, I think the interesting question is what's going to happen to the industry within the industry. I think there's going to be a big cleanup, consolidations um, and eventually the, the good news is that there should be the emergence of very strong players um, that will really consolidate, mm. clean up um, and be essentially really the driving force in shaping this industry. We are hoping to be one of them, at least in our backyard. Um, we see Joanna as not we're not building a company here or a brand. We're building an entire ecosystem. We see ourselves as in a position of shaping the industry standards and being an authority in the space. And really our mission uh, at Joanna is to really, for us, enable wellness cravers to experience the best of cannabinoids. So effective pharmaceutical grade, natural novel therapies powered by cannabinoids. This is really what matters for us is, as I mentioned to you earlier, that two chains out of three that you pick, not a great product, and that could essentially make you draw a conclusion, um, an inaccurate conclusion on a compound which may have actually added something positive to your wellness. So the whole point for us is to, if the standards is shaping and we actually can shape them, um, it's important to have companies that will go and the extra mile and self-regulate themselves. And this is what we do at Joanna. We really self-regulate them ourselves. Mm. In terms of the standards, we really put the bar very high. So I think a lot of these companies that were not doing this will probably be cleaned up um, and gone from the market. It will be more consolidated with very few players essentially driving um, advances and progress uh, in the space. Wonderful. Jan, thank you for educating us all today. Uh, thank and for you. your insight and wisdom and, um, and, and congratulations on, on everything you've achieved with Joanna Skin. Thank you so much. Uh, we look forward to your future success. And we very much look forward to working with you here at Lanzerhof at the Arts Club uh, with you. this trial and your talk next week. Thank you very much. Jan, thanks very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.